So basically it means that the state conducted their own internal investigations into the second docket, which has the Kumala family and um, Santa Mabel's friends. Um, and that basically they're just telling us that there is no merit to what happened uh, on, on the um, uh, third day. Um, basically the people in the house, what they're alleging now is that there is no merit to what they saw, um, which is improbable in this instance, because if there was a second jacket at all times, um, the defense attorneys should have been made aware of it. Um, and at pre-trial phase, if there were any issues that the defense needed to raise in terms of this second uh, docket, it should have been placed before then. Mm-hmm. Now, this second docket fingers Muyiwa's then-girlfriend, singer Kelly Kumalo, and six others with murder and defeating the ends of justice charges. How will this information now in this docket be utilized, given this explanation? Um, basically, they will have to conduct another pre-trial. Hence, Advocate Michelle Lolo requested a longer postponement so that she could get instructions from her clients. And in this pre-trial, that's, that is when she will unpack quite a number of issues in terms of what happened from all these other witnesses and whether they would be called into the dock to also testify to the events that led to the death of Senzo Mewa, mm. as well as the evidence um, that is the crime scene that was cleaned up by Lady Pala. So it's, it's quite vital. It, in essence, it is an anomaly that there would be two dockets for one uh, murder case. Uh, what the state should have ultimately done was to combine both of these files, or dockets rather, to ensure that the defense is thoroughly prepared. And this sort of actually assisted the defense in pleading um, at the beginning of this trial on whether or not they would have pled uh, guilty or they wouldn't have given their counsel's instructions on how to proceed with the matter. Now, Advocate Tefo has also suggested that Advocate Shamila Batoy be called to confirm that she indeed signed a jurisdiction letter for the matter to be heard in the North Gauteng High Court. What is the relevance of the location or the jurisdiction of the court? In essence, the High Court uh, does have jurisdiction in over uh, most matters. I'll make an example. With us attorneys, if we do not get admitted in the uh, South Gauteng High Court, we go to Pretoria because the High Court has jurisdiction over a lot of matters. Um, I think mainly it's just to throw a curveball into the state's matter. Uh, Advocate before relied mainly on uh, Section 110 of the Criminal Procedure Act and um, 101. 110 basically just states that um, before the accused would plead um, guilty or not guilty, that is when the issue of jurisdiction needed to be played out. And 111 then merely just says that the minister of the DPP would have given a consent letter to which court has jurisdiction over the matter. Now, Fort Loras is in the East Rand, which is, it's, you know, it's right in the middle, next to either, not really next to, but Pretoria or, or Joburg would have jurisdiction over the matter. I think the main bone of contention for this is that because the matter was previously hidden in Benoni Court, logic would dictate that South Gauteng High Court would, would have jurisdiction. But taking into consideration that there was a judgment made against Advocate uh, Defoe by Judge Mufinbeki uh, regarding his conduct, Maybe that, maybe that was the logic behind uh, moving the matter to Pretoria instead of uh, the South Gauteng High Court.